0: Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be sitting down and chatting to you guys. So much has happened since the last season of the podcast. If you're a frequent listener, then you will know that I took a break for about 5 weeks for the end of the season, but also because I was going on a 5 week trip to Europe, which I've talked about many of times. If you're following me on my YouTube channel, you'll know that I've been preparing for it like literally all year. And some very exciting things happened, including me and Braden getting engaged, which happened at the start of the trip. And oh my gosh, it is so surreal to be even talking about it, but we're engaged and it happened in Santorini. I'm actually going to chat all about it in this episode. We're just going to have a little bit of a life catch up. And I want to tell you the whole engagement story because there's a lot to it. I do think that I would like to do a sit down video as well with Brayden over on my YouTube channel where we talk about things in a bit more detail maybe with him there and he can share his point of view, but this is going to be my point of view and I want to tell you all of my thoughts in the lead up to me getting engaged because I was literally crazy. I have a list on my phone of reasons why I think I'm getting engaged in Santorini and lo and behold, we got engaged. It was hilarious reading that list to Brayden and being like, and then you did this, and then you did that. And I wrote down like absolutely everything. I will get into that in a little bit and share with you all of my thoughts, feelings, and just give you an insight into it because this is such a big milestone in mine and Brayden's life. And it was just amazing to have five weeks in Europe to celebrate. It felt like literally an engagement moon. like Not that that's necessarily a thing, but It was an unintentional thing because he did it at the start of the trip. So I just feel really happy that he did it when he did, because that meant that we could enjoy it and celebrate the whole time. But you know what? Coming home and being at home celebrating with our family has brought up all of the emotions again and made it all really fresh. And it's been such an exciting time to be able to celebrate with them. Like This is our real life. Our home is where we live. This is our future when we were over in Europe, we were in like a little bubble in our little engagement fantasy, but this is our real life. So when I got home a few days ago, all of the emotions just hit me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is the next chapter for us. It was just very surreal coming into the place that we love and into the home that we've built and then just being like, okay, we're onto the next chapter of life. So that was a very special moment. And I guess we should start off this episode by chatting about what's been inspiring me. What's been inspiring me, honestly, is being home. There's nothing like being home. And that's one of the biggest things that I love about travel. Travel is the most incredible, fortunate thing to be able to do. It's the biggest blessing and you can learn so much about yourself. You can have so much fun. And I love traveling so much. It's such a big interest of mine and something I enjoy so much. But one thing I love is that it makes me appreciate my home. And I was quite surprised by how homesick I got towards the end of the trip. And obviously, since we had such a big life milestone happen when we were overseas, that also kind of added to the homesickness because I was like, oh, I really want to be able to like share this with everyone and celebrate. But we stayed in our little bubble and we were very present when we were over there. And it's been really nice to be able to come home and relive everything again and celebrate with them, which has been so special. When I saw my mum at the airport, I just bald. I burst into tears as soon as I saw her because I actually didn't know that she was going to be there. I only thought that Brayden's mum and maybe his dad were going to come and pick us up. Little did I know that Brayden's mum and my mum had been talking and they organized for her and my brother to be at the airport. And to surprise me, my mum had a little sign and it's actually in the background where I'm sitting right now and it said, welcome home, Ella and Brayden. And congrats or something like that. She literally made that sign herself. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. And so, yeah, I just really appreciate family, appreciate friends. And it really reminded me how much I love my life, which is so, so nice to say. We built a life at home that we love so much and we're so excited to come home to. And that is just the best thing you could ask for. So yeah, I'm very, very happy right now. I don't know if you guys can tell. I just feel Literally on cloud nine, and I'm just so excited for the things to come. And I just feel so grateful for this trip that we've just had. I do want to do a podcast episode chatting all about our trip and give you guys some recommendations when it comes to traveling and traveling in Europe. And maybe I can even share some tips for traveling during Euro autumn, which is what we did, which is a little bit different to what a lot of other people do I know a lot of other people go over and do a big trip in summer in Europe but we decided to go over a little bit off peak so we went from the end of September until the end of October and It was amazing. I really do recommend it. I can share so much with you guys about the trip and about what we loved and what we didn't love. Obviously, since it was a bit off peak, it was a little bit more affordable to get over there and accommodation was a bit cheaper. There were like advantages and disadvantages as well. So there's lots I can share with you guys. So if you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram, our podcast. Instagram is the Inspired Mind Podcast, and I would love to hear what you would like me to chat about. That is my plan for next week. So, like I said before, this week we are just going to be delving deep into the engagement and just chatting all about that. So, where to begin? Ah, oh, it's so fun to talk about, honestly. I've told the story so many times to friends and family, but I just don't get sick of it. And I feel like every single time I retell a story, another thing comes to my mind. I was suspicious for quite some time. And if you guys are following me on Instagram and you've seen my reels I've been posting, you may know that I was suspicious because I actually filmed a little get ready with me before he proposed being like, I think I'm getting engaged. I'm not 100% sure, but like just doing this just in case. I'm so glad I did that because it ended up happening. So it's so cool to be able to have that documented But if you guys didn't know, Brayden and I have been together for quite a long time. We've been together for seven and a half years. And so I did know that it was going to be coming sometime soon. And we've always been very open and shared our thoughts on getting engaged and getting married. And I knew that it was something that was going to be happening sometime soon. And obviously I know Brayden so well, better than anyone I'd like to think. And there was just some things that I picked up on Honestly, months before we got engaged. So, the first big thing I guess that made me realize that he was like thinking about it is that he asked me back in May to go and try on engagement rings. So, we went to the city and it was so special. I didn't talk about this online or anything, like, this is our little thing. And we went and tried on a bunch of different engagement rings. And the crazy thing was, we went to one particular shop, there was this one ring, and I was like, that's the one that is the ring like i love it so much and the guy literally put it on my finger and he looked at my fingers and he was like this is this is what would suit you and i was like that's exactly what i was looking for because for me i really wanted to have a ring that was a solitaire, like a round solitaire, but I wanted it to not be too raised, if that makes sense. I wanted it to be a little bit lower. It's really hard to explain a ring. Basically, I don't wear a lot of rings and jewelry in general. And I thought to myself, if I have a diamond that sticks out a lot, I think I'll feel a bit worried about it and feel like I'm going to get it caught and stuff. And I just don't think that's my personal style. So this one is absolutely perfect. It's it's not too raised, which is really nice, but it's beautiful. It almost almost looks like a tiara when you turn it around, I wish you guys could see right now. And it's a gold band with a diamond and the actual claws of the diamond, we've got six claws and they are steel. I think, I think they're made out of steel. Maybe I should know this, but they're basically silver, which I really like because it blends really nicely into the diamond. So you can't actually see really where the claws are. So it just looks like a gold band with a diamond on it. And I just think it's beautiful. It's very me, very minimal. And yeah, I didn't realize he was necessarily going to get that particular ring though, because we did go and shop around a little bit and we looked at getting rings made and things like that. But to be honest, I was like, yeah, nothing's really the same as that particular ring. But I had no idea what Brayden was going to do and if he was going to customize it or what. So yes, that happened back in the May. And since he brought it up out of nowhere and asked me to go and try on rings, it made me think to myself, okay, he's obviously got buying an engagement ring on his mind. He's got plans to do it soon. So after that, I thought that it would maybe happen on my birthday in June. And the reason I thought it was going to happen then is because he had actually taken the day off of work on my birthday. He'd rostered off, which he does usually do. He usually takes work off on my birthday, but I was like, you don't have to do that because you don't have a lot of annual leave. You know, We've got a trip coming up. You don't have to do that. So he took the day off of work and the night before my birthday, he goes to me, okay, so I've been having a think about what we could do and I have an idea. This is what I'm thinking. So we went to Manly for the day. We went for this really nice lunch and it was a beautiful day, but I was really suspicious that it was going to happen that day because he had taken the day off of work. And just the fact that he had like planned the day, I was like, hmm, Sus. But it didn't end up happening then. So, yeah, after that, I had really no idea when it could happen. Like, I had no other real suspicions other than us going away to Europe. But I also was like, you know, Europe is such an expensive, big trip. Surely he's not going to do that because, you know, that's a big commitment in itself. And also, taking a ring overseas is a big responsibility. So, I wasn't sure what Brayden's thought would be when it came to that. But I like to think of myself as quite a intuitive person. And I do feel like I pick up on people's energy. To be honest, I say a lot of the time that I ruin my own surprises when it comes to Christmas to anything, because I can just tell when something's a little bit different. And I think of every single outcome and possibility that could happen before it happens. Even if it doesn't happen, I kind of go, oh, but what if this happened? What if that happened? Maybe that's an anxious thing. I kind of hate that I do that, but I run through every alternative scenario in my head. So often I'm not necessarily completely surprised by things because it's a scenario that's run through my head already. And I can't help it. I wish I didn't do that. Even when my mum surprised me at the airport, when I got off the plane, I was like, oh, what if if they've decided to surprise me? And little did I know they were there. And obviously I was very surprised just because I have these thoughts doesn't mean I necessarily believe them. But I'm like, why do I do that? Does anyone else do that? So I do think I am quite intuitive and sometimes you've just got to trust your gut. So I decided to write down a list on my phone, reasons why I think I could be getting engaged. And I feel like this might make me sound so crazy, but I just thought it would be really fun to look back on. And these are just little things I know I would forget if I didn't write them down. So first of all, after we went engagement ring shopping in the city, I all of a sudden was getting recommended engagement rings left, right, and center all over my recommended page on Instagram. And I wasn't even looking up rings. And this happened until we got engaged. And then now all of a sudden it's just wedding content. It's not even engagement content. I know that might sound a little bit weird, but it did feel like a constant reminder and sign to me that it was going to be happening soon. So that was one thing that made me suspicious. The second thing that made me suspicious was one time when Brayden and I were sitting on the couch, we were like talking about something that we'd seen on Instagram and it was on a particular person's story. And I was like, oh wait, let me see it or something. And he Went to his phone to go and show me this Instagram story. But instead of just searching that person's name up and going and viewing their story, he scrolled all the way to the very back end of his stories so he could reach that person's name. Does that make sense? Because he'd already viewed the story. And I was like, why are you doing it that way? That's so much more time consuming. Why don't you just search her name up? And he was like, oh, okay. So he searched that person's name up to find their story. And I noticed that the last thing that he had searched, like the last handle below the search bar was the name of the jewelry store where we saw that ring that I really liked. And I was like, oh. Okay, I see why he didn't want to search that person's name up, but we didn't talk about it. I just pretended I didn't even see it. Another thing that made me suspicious is because in the lead up to our trip, I was doing a lot of preparation and I was getting all my outfits organized and I was looking for some dresses to wear overseas and I was having a look on House of CB. If you haven't had a look at their dresses before, oh my gosh, go have a look, you'll be in heaven. They have the most beautiful, classic princess style dresses. They are absolutely gorgeous. They are just so flattering. I feel like on everyone's body shapes and it's just gorgeous. I just feel so feminine and girly in those dresses, but they aren't the most cheap dresses. The dress that I ended up buying was $300 and I don't really spend a lot of money on nice Clothing for myself, if I'm completely honest. I'm very lucky that I do some collaborations with clothing brands, so I get gifted some clothing, which is really, really fortunate. And all of that clothing is really nice, and there are so many great clothing brands out there that are a bit more affordable, but yeah, this brand, there's, there's not quite anything like House of CB if you're looking for that style of dress. And I just loved it. Anyway, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to fork out that money. I can get three dresses for the same price and just do that. So I was telling Brayden about this particular dress and I was like, it's so beautiful, but I can't justify it. I was thinking of maybe getting these dresses from these stores instead. They're like kind of a similar vibe. And then he goes to me, honestly, Ella, Like, if you really love the dress, why don't you just get it? Because you're probably going to get a lot of wear out of it and you never buy anything nice for yourself, which is true. Honestly, I will get a lot of wear out of it. I'm not just wearing it for our engagement. I just thought the fact that he was encouraging me to do that was a little bit unusual. I thought to myself, hmm, he's very like adamant that I get this dress that I really like. So I ended up buying the dress, which I'm so happy I did because it is just beautiful and I just love all of their dresses so much. So I kind of knew that if maybe he encouraged me to wear that dress when we were away, that could be a telltale sign that I was going to maybe get engaged. The next thing that made me suspicious is the fact that Brayden actually booked all of our dinners in Santorini without me. So I made a list on our itinerary of some places that I thought would be nice to eat at. And I did have like preferences of where to go because I'd done a lot of research. And so one day I was out, I had like a busy day and he's like, oh, like while you're out, I will do all of the booking for the dinners. So he took charge and booked all of the dinners, including booking a dinner at the hotel. And we were staying at a very nice hotel in Santorini. Honestly, most of the hotels in Santorini are beautiful and yeah, we really wanted to enjoy ourselves there at the beginning of the trip, regardless of Getting engaged, like it was just somewhere that we really wanted to enjoy ourselves. So he told me all of the places, and when he had booked all of the dinners, and I did think to myself, okay, if it was going to happen any of the nights, I do feel like it would be most likely at a hotel dinner. So he told me all of the restaurants that he had booked, and he had booked the hotel dinner for the third night. And I thought to myself, mm, honestly, if he was going to propose any night, surely it would be that one because we'll be over our jet lag hopefully by then, and. Also at the hotel would be really convenient and he could maybe get some help with it. This is what I mean when I like overthink everything. So that had crossed my mind. And I was also hopeful that maybe he had booked a private dinner, but he didn't actually tell me that he had done that. So when we went on holiday, I arrived thinking that we were having a private dinner because that's all I thought the hotel did. But something that really threw me off was that when we were checking in, they told us that they had a couple of options when it came to dinner. We could either have dinner in their restaurant or we could book a private dinner. And so at that point I was like, oh, you can have dinner at the restaurant. Maybe Brayden's just booked at the restaurant. So I, I asked him, I said, Tim, did you book a private dinner or one at the restaurant? And he said he booked one at the restaurant and I was thinking, okay, well then there's no way that was going to happen because I just knew Braden wouldn't do it in a public place like that. So I I was like, oh, should we do a private dinner instead? Because I just thought that that would be like a nice thing to do. And he was the one to go, yeah, yeah, like why don't we just go change that? But <laughs> little did I know he had already actually booked a private dinner. He was just trying to throw me off. So then he was like, okay, well we're going to need to go up to the reception to tell them. And he was thinking, oh no, like I don't know how I'm going to go about this because the reception already knows we've booked a private dinner. How am I going to pretend that we haven't booked one? So we had to quickly email them and be like, okay, I'm about to come up to reception and ask if we can change our dinner to a private dinner. I know it already is a private dinner, but can you please pretend that you don't already know that? But luckily in the end, I didn't actually go up with him to reception, so it was fine, but that could have been something that really gave it away if we got there and they were like hmm, seems like you've already booked a private dinner. Very weird that you're coming up to ask for one. So that worked out in the end, but poor Brayden, he probably was really worried that I would catch on to something there, but I didn't at all. So the whole dinner situation was another thing that made me suspicious, but they are kind of like the main things that- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. kind of what on my mind before the trip. And that's what I'd written down on my list because I wrote this before I went away. But on the actual day that it happened, I just woke up and I had a gut feeling that it was going to happen that day. We had just had such a nice few days beforehand. Santorini is just such a romantic place in general. And I just had a gut feeling. I was like, I think it's going to happen today. And so funny that I thought that. So the day that we got engaged, we had just a really nice day planned in Santorini. We were going to Ia for the day. And if you don't know, Ia is like the main kind of touristy place in Santorini. It's the postcard view. And I'm sure you guys have all seen photos of Ia before, but we weren't actually staying there. We were staying in Fira. So we went to Ia for the day and it was beautiful. We had a really nice lunch that was already booked in in Amundi Bay, which is like the little fishing area. And it was just beautiful. So I thought to myself, okay, well, I don't think it's going to happen here, but it's probably going to happen like at the dinner if it happens at all. So that whole day in itself was perfect. We had such a nice time, but then I was thrown off again. And I convinced myself that actually maybe we're not getting engaged tonight because Brayden didn't seem to be in much of a rush to get back to the hotel, to get ready for dinner. And I thought to myself, if he was going to be proposing surely he would be a little bit more like funny and like acting weird and he'd be like wanting to get back with plenty of time and braden's a very like organized logical kind of guy he always likes to make sure we have plenty of time for everything he's always been like that so i thought to myself i can't imagine him not wanting to leave a lot of time for like preparation before a proposal so i was like surely like it's not going to happen so we went back to the hotel and started getting ready and i thought to myself you know what i'm going to film this clip where I say that I'm suspicious about getting engaged anyway, even if it doesn't happen because I just had this gut feeling all day and for a little while now. So I did that. And I did that when Brayden had popped out to go and drop our breakfast, like a little menu off at the reception. And he also went to go and pick up some water. So I thought that was a good opportunity to do that because he'd be out for a little bit. And then I just filmed the whole getting ready process. And I'm pretty sure Brayden at that point was like, okay, I think she might be a little bit suspicious because she's like filming absolutely everything. But obviously, I didn't say anything. Yeah, it was just really really nice getting ready and just taking my time and then that was another thing that I caught on to. I was like, "Hmm, he's not really rushing me." And I don't know if you guys are the same with your partners, but Brayden rushes me so much when it comes to getting ready usually, especially on trips, because he gets ready so fast and he's like, "Okay, hurry up." And he wants to make sure we have plenty of time for everything and, you know, usually I'm I'm taking a while to get ready, let's be honest. But yeah, he wasn't rushing me at all. And then I realized, oh no, like it's the time to go to the private dinner. And I still hadn't finished getting ready. And he was not stressed. He was like, no, don't worry about it. Like take your time. It's just a private dinner. So we don't actually have to arrive exactly on time. And I thought that was a little bit strange. I was like, that's sus to me because surely you'd still need to arrive on time. Like they have places to be, things to do. So at that point I was like, okay, maybe it is happening, but I didn't want to get my hopes up because I've obviously been so excited to get engaged for a really long time. And even though I knew it was going to be happening soon, I honestly thought, okay, this is like a perfect opportunity. I would love for it to happen right now. So I didn't want to get my hopes up and be disappointed if it didn't happen. So yeah, I kind of went in with a mindset that it wasn't happening, but as soon as we were about to walk out the door, Brayden goes, oh, why don't you bring your camera and like your little tripod? And that was one of the biggest clues to me because I thought Brayden's telling me to bring my camera and my little tripod. That is really strange. He would never, ever usually tell me to do something like that. So I grabbed my camera and my little tripod and I was like, okay, well, I guess I will. I didn't even use it in the end because I was like, I'm not going to sit down and then be like, hey, can I set up a time lapse? Like, I wanted to be completely present in the moment. So I brought it anyway, but didn't even use it. And we sat down and I started to feel so nervous. I don't know if it was I was just picking up on the energy or if I just knew what was coming, but I just was getting such nervous energy. And the sunset was absolutely beautiful like as we walked down to the private dinner and sat down I was like this is just too good to be true like if if it doesn't happen here I don't know where it's gonna happen it was just so perfect such a romantic moment and obviously anywhere would have been so beautiful but I think he just picked the perfect time and it was like the heavens literally opened to us when he proposed like the sunset was insane I've never ever seen one like it in my life the Rays just like were insane it was absolutely beautiful and bear in mind we'd seen a couple of sunsets in Santorini the night before and none were the same as that one. It was incredible. So we sat down to have our dinner and the waitress came downstairs and she was asking us like what we wanted to drink and what we wanted to eat. And I was just like so nervous and in my head that I couldn't even like choose something from the menu and I didn't know what to get. So I was taking ages to choose what to eat. And Brayden's there thinking like, okay, hurry up. Like You need to choose because you're going to miss the sunset. And he was planning to propose with the sunset. So Brayden has told me since that the plan was for him to message one of the staff members on WhatsApp to say that it was time for the proposal because they were in on the whole thing and helped him organize it. And yeah, he was going to get up and do it. And they were going to sneakily video. But because I was taking so long to choose off the menu, the sunset started to go down and the staff members were like, oh my God, like, it's going to be dark by the time that she (laughs) chooses the stuff off the menu. Oh, and another thing that made me really suspicious is the fact that I actually noticed one of the staff members standing on the side of the hotel with her phone out, like she was videoing us. So I looked up and noticed her. And as soon as she saw that I saw her, she turned her back quickly. So it looked a little bit like she was like thrown off, like, oh my God, like you weren't meant to see me. And so at that point, I was like, I think I know what's coming. I couldn't say it to Brayden at that point as well. That's what made it so hard because, you know, usually I'd be like, oh, Brayden, that's so weird. That woman's filming us. But like, I couldn't say that because what if it was gonna be a proposal? So I had all of these things going on through my brain that it made it so hard to talk to him and have a normal conversation. I just felt like I was trying to act normal and I wasn't. Like he's the one who should have been acting nervous, not me. I don't understand. And he was the one who was acting completely normal, like not even nervous at all. So another thing that happened that could have been a huge spoiler, and I would have known obviously that we were getting engaged, is that when we sat down, the ring box fell out of Brayden's pocket. Like we literally sat down and it slipped on the floor. But luckily, moments before that, I had given Brayden my lip gloss to hold in his pocket. So when something fell on the floor, I was like, oh is that my lip gloss? And he obviously played along with it and was like, yeah, do you just, do you want it? So he gave it back to me. But then later on, he told me that actually wasn't the lip gloss. It was actually the ring box that fell on the floor. So thank God I didn't see it. So that is what happened before the whole proposal. And then as I was saying before, I was taking so long to choose from the menu. So in the end, one of the staff members came down and because she was like, oh no, they're going to miss the sunset. She just came down and just interrupted and was like, oh, like, have you had a look at the menu? What do you want? And then she goes, oh, do you want a photo with the sunset? And so I was thinking, okay, if it's happened it's happening now, I have a feeling. And we stood up to take a photo and then Brayden turned towards me and he did a little speech, which was so sweet. I remember it like literally word for word. We don't even have that on camera, but I just remember it. It was so special. And I just, I feel like I kind of went blank. It was just, it all went so fast in a way. So before I knew it, he opened the ring box and he was getting down on one knee, but the ring actually flung out of the ring box and landed right next to a drain. Brayden says that it wasn't as dramatic as how I tell it, but it was pretty close to the drain. So I was like, that was a bit crazy. So before he could actually like put the ring on my finger, he had to bend down, pick up the ring, stand up and then get back down on one knee and put the ring on my finger. And yeah, it was all a big blur. I think at one point I even tried to just take the ring off of him instead of letting him put it on my finger because I just was so excited and giddy and blank and he just dropped it on the floor. But I just think it's so funny. It adds to the whole story. And the reason that the ring flung out the box was because the box had fallen on the floor like five minutes before that. And so it dislodged from the little spot, which was meant to be holding it. So poor Brayden, he must've been so stressed in that current moment, but we were so excited. And yeah, it was just such a special moment. We do have the actual little proposal on video because the waitress came down to take photos and to video, which I didn't realize she was going to do. And it was so magical because the restaurant next door, which wasn't even actually a part of the hotel, saw the whole thing and they all clapped. So that was really, really special. And before then, I hadn't even really realized that there was like this hotel on the other side and I hadn't noticed all of the people there, but everyone was like out on their balconies and there was a restaurant and they all clapped. And it was just... Magical, like it added to the whole atmosphere. And then after that, we sat down and had our dinner. I had a billion questions to ask Brayden about everything. I read him my crazy list of reasons why I was suspicious that he was going to propose. And it was just so amazing, like the perfect night. And it was so special to have that moment between just us and just to be in our little bubble. And we didn't tell anyone until the next morning because there was a time difference. So the next morning we had a breakfast in the room and we went around FaceTiming all of our family and friends and their reactions were just the best thing ever. A lot of my friends and I were a little bit suspicious before the trip. I told them everything. So they knew as soon as they got a FaceTime that that was most likely what it was going to be. And It was just so exciting. My mom's reaction was hilarious. She had no idea. My dad actually did know though, because Brayden had asked his permission. So my dad had known for a few weeks and he'd kept it a secret from my mom. And I honestly don't know how he managed to do that because I feel like usually my mom would know everything that's going on. So It was just so cool that she was surprised. She was like eating a sandwich as we told her and she basically was about to choke. She was so excited. It was really amazing to hear how all of his family were involved as well. So literally all of them knew. His sister actually went with him to the shop to look at the ring to say like whether she liked it or not because... I had told Brayden that I would like maybe Tanea's opinion. And so she went and had a look and she liked it. And then his auntie went with him to go and pick up the ring, which I just think is so special. I think it's so sweet that they were all involved in the process. And I was like to Brayden, so how have you managed to like hide the ring, especially with traveling? And turns out he just kept it in his backpack. He didn't even put it in the safe or anything. So that backpack had been holding this ring for a while because apparently he had even stored the ring in his backpack in our apartment for a while before then taking it to his family's house and like hiding it there. So that was really cool to hear. So that is our engagement story. I just think it is so special. The day was perfect. And it honestly was meant to happen on that date, the 25th, Of September. And it's just crazy that it happened on this date because my mum actually had this video come up on her For You page on TikTok a few days before our engagement. And it was one of those videos that goes, If you're seeing this, this is for you and these things are going to be happening on this particular date, like a special thing's going to be happening. And my mom loves this stuff, including myself. Like I love spiritual stuff. I believe in it. I believe in signs from the universe wholeheartedly. And this is crazy. Let me just like play it for you.
2: If you are seeing me on your for you page, I can assure you that it is not by accident. I ask that this message find whoever is in need. There are no hashtags connected. So if you're seeing this, it's meant for you. Most importantly, save this video and come back on September 25th or October 17th and let me know what happens because this is going to change everything for you. And if you don't take just seeing me as validation, symbols that may be connected to this reading would be an iris, a white rose, dragonflies, blue butterflies as always, and the moon.
0: So basically, my mum had seen that video and had obviously watched the whole thing, and she knew about these particular dates. And my family have got some like big things going on in their life at the moment as well. So I think my mum was just like looking for some signs. But as you will have heard him say in the video, one of the signs for this thing to manifest is white roses. And white roses were the roses that Brayden had picked. For us to have at our proposal dinner, they were on the table and then we went back to the room, and he also had another bunch of white roses in the room, which is crazy to me. So that's that. And then I was telling mum and dad about it, and they were like, okay, well, what date did you get engaged? Because obviously there was the time difference. And I was like, the 25th. And mum had obviously shown dad the video, and as soon as I said that, they turned their heads to each other and were like, oh my God. They both were in shock. They were like, that's literally the date in the video. So I don't know if you guys believe in this stuff or not, but I just think that was a really special, cool moment, like so cool. And another thing that was really cool is the fact that I was telling my friend Emma about the engagement and I told her a couple of days after it had happened because I was like slowly telling everyone it was really hard to get through to everyone on FaceTime with the time difference. And I told her and she was like, that's so strange because I actually had a dream that you and Brayden got engaged a couple of nights ago. And I was like, what night? And she said the 25th and the 25th is when we got engaged that night. So I just feel like that date was meant to be. And I'm just, yeah blown away. And if you want to get a little bit more crazy and woo-woo, a couple of hours before we went to the dinner, my period actually started. And I'd been waiting for my period to start for a couple of days, and it literally started just before. So when we were at the dinner, I was actually in a little bit of discomfort from my cramps. But I personally feel like your menstrual cycle and your period is quite like a spiritual thing and it's all really connected, you know. Having a period is what allows us to bring new life into the world and things. But I did some research, and this is what I found. Apparently, your period is beyond biology, and menstruation is a spiritual time that allows women to connect to a deeper part of themselves. It's a time to release old and negative energies and begin a new phase of self growth and reflection. So, to me, it kind of feels like a new beginning once my period has started because honestly, I don't feel the greatest in the lead up to it. And as soon as it starts, I feel so much better. Like my hormones change and I instantly feel way better in myself. Like my mood improves and it just feels like a fresh start. So I know that might sound a little bit woo woo and crazy, but there are just a few things that happened that made me really feel like that day and that date was really significant. And just the way the sunset was, that felt like a very spiritual moment for me. It literally felt like it was putting on a show for us. So it could not have been a more perfect moment. And you know what was so cool? There was actually another girl who was staying in our hotel who got proposed to in the same spot a few days before us. And I didn't know that at the time. I only know that now because she's told me but I don't know this girl or anything. I do follow her now though, which is really cool. But she actually saw the video of our proposal pop up on her For You page, like so crazy. The video went viral. So she saw that video and she commented and she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is on my For You page. I literally got engaged in the exact same spot a few days before you and I saw your whole proposal because I was sitting having dinner in the restaurant next door. I was like, that is crazy. Of all people, I can't believe you saw this video. So we were chatting back and forth for a while and she was like, yeah, like I was the person to start the clapping and then everyone joined in. And I just think that is so special. And I honestly believe that the universe works in strange ways and you've just got to trust the timing of your life. That's the reminder that I want to have for you guys today, because I know this episode isn't really to do with personal development or anything, but I guess that will be the key takeaway of this episode. Trust the timing of your life, because everything happens when it's meant to happen, and I am so grateful that this happened at the time that it did. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this whole engagement proposal story and hearing all of the reasons that I was a little bit suspicious, and I'm so glad I've got the podcast, because it meant that I could really delve deep into the whole story. Because there's obviously so much to it, and it was so fun to chat about it with you all. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you guys. And we have been posting so much over on the Inspired Mind podcast Instagram, even when I'm away. So, if you're not following that, make sure you do. We have heaps of like little video extracts from the podcast so you can actually see me recording. We have lots of motivational reels over there and just more personal development content. We tried to create like a really nice community over there. So, yeah, go give us a follow and join us over there. But I hope you guys are excited for the new season to be back. I'll be posting new episodes every single Wednesday. Do let me know if you have any particular questions also about Europe as I'll be recording that episode next week. But thank you all so much for listening. I'm so excited to be back in your ears chatting to you all and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim?